You're listening to The Attitude Zone with Dr. Jose G. Rodriguez. Hello, friends. Dr. J here. I am excited to be back with you on yet another week of The Attitude Zone. Once again, I trust that the podcast has been helpful. And if it has, do me a great big favor. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Share it with those you think can benefit from this. My goal is to be able to help you, uh, help everyone uh, become better. Leaders, better sons, better supervisors, better employees, better husbands, better wives, just better in every area of your life, or at least in areas that you may be struggling. My personal life mission or life purpose is to help you dream big and reach higher. That's why I started this podcast. Although I try to connect everything with attitude uh, because I, I do believe that how we react to things, our attitude, makes up most of our success. One of my previous uh, podcasts, I did say that, that our attitude determines our altitude. And that's basically the reason why I'm doing this podcast is I, I want to be able to help you help you become all that you can be. <laughs> I know it's kind of like the army slogan, but uh, truly I do want to help you. Uh, so thank you again for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Uh, I do have a bit of news for you. Uh, starting with this podcast, I am going to start uh, submitting the vlog for it as well, the, the podcast video. And if you go to my podcast website, theattitudezone.drjgrod.com. You'll see my YouTube link on there. And if you'd be so kind as to go to my YouTube page, subscribe to that as well so that I can help you. Uh, and you can see, you know, my, my little, uh, I guess, you know, makeshift <laughs> studio. Uh, I did purchase a couple items to help me uh, be able to communicate the message better to all of you. Now, before I move on, before I even begin with our podcast for today or the show for today, I do want to mention a couple of my friends, MTZ Ranch, exotic and whitetail hunting in Uvalde, Texas. If you're not familiar with Uvalde and it is in South Texas. It's near San Antonio. Well, you know, not too near, but uh, not too far either. But it, they do. My buddy over there, Dustin, has a great experience waiting for you. So if you're into hunting and you want to uh, give it a try, go to MTZ Hunting Uvalde, U-V-A-L-D-E dot com. If you go to his website, you'll see some of the images there, some of the items that he can help you with. In addition to that, my other friend, Maurice, has uh, Annabella Outfitters. He can help you with everything when it comes to hunting. That guy is an encyclopedia of hunting. So I hope that you can take advantage of that if you're into hunting and they can help you 
uh, with all of that. In addition, I do have another friend. Can you believe that? <laughs> if you've ever been in an accident or are in an accident or know somebody that got in an accident who needs an attorney, someone can, can, who can go and fight for them, I have my friend, a lifelong friend as well. And his name is David Lopez. Dave, we call him Dave. Uh, he is an attorney and he can help you uh, gain and attain and get what you deserve for whatever accident that you were involved in. You can call him at 210-396-2045 and he can give you a free consultation. Tell him Dr. J sent you. As well, when you get in touch with MTZ Hunting, tell my buddy Dustin over there that Dr. J sent you and he can hook you up and you will have an experience. Well, now to our show. Today, I want to talk to you about communication. Uh, someone said, uh, what's his name? Uh, Sir Branson. Sir Kenneth Branson said, communication is the greatest skill any leader can possess. The greatest skill any leader can possess. And I have a tendency <laughs> uh, to agree with him because communication is really the crux of everything that a leader has to do. If you're an effective communicator, you will be an effective leader. And I, I, I hesitate to say that because communication is not the only skill that you need, but it is one of the most important skills that you should have. And if you don't have it, you can develop that skill. So I, I, I want to talk on that subject here over the next few minutes. Uh, communication, according to Oxford, the English, Oxford English Dictionary, Communication is a noun. It is the imparting or exchanging of information by speaking, writing, or using some other medium. So the successful conveying of or sharing of ideas and feelings. So if you have a message, you are a leader or you are in a position of influence it is vital that you know how to communicate your message. Now, communication has three parts. And that is the sender, the recipient, and the message. Without one of those three, then you don't have effective communication. Uh, again, you really need a sender. You need someone that has to relay some type of message. Uh, but that person is not going to tell you anything unless they believe in their message. And a recip the recipient has to be intrigued enough to be able to hear or listen to your message. I, I hope that that makes sense to you. But th those are the three aspects of communication in order for you to begin to have communication. Now, the, the there's four areas or four ways to communicate. Uh, th that's the verbal uh, way of communication. You speak to someone face-to-face. -face. 
there's a nonverbal communication. You don't speak to the person face to face, but they can see your body language. In other words, um, how you're dressing, how you're reacting to comments. And, you know, some people speak really loud without ever saying a word. And then you have written communication. You know, it, when I was in the Navy growing up, you know, I was in the Navy. I was 18 years old. It was back in 1990. And the way to communicate back then was very limited. And the the communication that we had was mainly through mail, not email, but mail, actually writing letters. So when I was in boot camp, it was the same thing. It, it, we, we wrote letters. Nowadays, you know, you have email, but it's still the same type of communication. It's written communication. And then you have visualization, you know, with, with technology so prevalent with um, Instagram and uh, Facebook and Snapchat and TikTok and all of these other means of communication, visualization is a big form to communicate as well. Uh, that's when you use pictures, graphs, charts, little video clips, you know, something that people can look at so that you convey your communication. So, the outcome or what you should desire from communication is that you have mutual understanding. So communication, therefore, you know, has some challenges because when, when you communicate with someone, you're hoping that you convey that message properly so that there's no miscommunication. But even in the most direct way of speaking, sometimes the nonverbal aspect of communication contradicts the verbal aspect of communication. <laughs> and that's a challenge, you know, it, but it's something that we can learn. It's something that people can become more effective at. It, it, you know, right now you're listening to my podcast, so it is verbal, verbal communication. Even though we're not face-to-face, -face, you're listening to me. Uh, I'm relaying a message. I have a message. That message today is communication. You are the recipient if you're listening. If you're not listening, then, you know, I'm not communicating with you. Uh, in order for me to be have a larger audience to communicate with, you, my current listener need to be able to appreciate my message or like my message or my message has to be able to help you in some way so that you can then communicate this to other people and it's all tied to that message so the sender the communication is sent by the sender uh, to be able to speak to one or more people or recipients. In communication, there's always the possibility of misunderstanding. If uh, some of you, you know, some of you may be married, so you'll understand this, that sometimes what you say translates completely different to your recipient. Husbands, you may say something and the wife hears something completely different. Wives, you may say something and your husband hears something completely different. <laughs> As parents, you may say something, wash the dishes. Uh, 
and your children heard, wash the dishes whenever you're free and don't have anything else to do when you're bored out of your mind and you have nothing else to do than come and do the dishes. <laughs> Even though y your intent was wash the dishes right now. That is the, that's the misunderstanding that can happen in any type of communication. <laughs> you know, and, and that's, it's part of life. It's part of life. It, communicating and having misunderstandings along the way. But in order for you to be an effective communicator, you need to be able to resolve those um, misunderstandings. And the way to resolve those misunderstandings is through knowing your message. If you don't know what your message is, you know, you're going to live with the misunderstanding. But if you know what you're trying to say, then you try to clarify. So be, be concise. Be accurate, be truthful, be honest, be transparent and get to the point. Don't fluff things up. You know, you're not writing an essay for your freshman or your senior year in high school. You know, you're really trying to convey a message. Then be honest, you know, be concise and be, be to the point. Get to it. Get there quickly. One of the most effective communicators is one of my personal uh, favorites, uh, one of my favorite presidents, and that's Ronald Reagan. He communicated so good. I mean, so effective. His message resonated, you know, with so many people, whether we, we liked him or we didn't like him. He was a great, just everybody has to agree. He was just a great communicator. He can speak. You know, if he, someone said, you know, you want to be an effective communicator, you have to be able to sell eyes to Eskimos. <laughs> but, you know, it's, he was so good at communicating that, you know, I love listening to his speeches. If you've never heard one of his, you know, go to YouTube and look for Ronald Reagan and you'll see some of his messages, some of how he communicated it was, it was so good he put humor in there he he really challenged your thinking he challenged you know what you thought of him or what you thought of the world his world view you know he really communicated all of that and did it in such a manner that most of the time I, you know i haven't heard all of his messages but you know from the ones that i've heard i, I don't think that he was ever trying to discredit anyone or ever demeaning anyone, at least directly. He was very effective. If he did it, he did it in an indirect way. And he used a lot of tact. He was very tactful. So in order to do that, in order to be an effective communicator, you have to understand who your audience is. You have to know your audience. So in my 20 plus years of being able to help couples in coaching, life coaching and through ministry, one of the things that I have learned, you know, I've I've been able to meet with, gosh, you know, a few hundred couples over the 20 plus years that I've been doing this. And I can say without a doubt that one of the major issues that couples have is communication. Either there's a lot of misunderstanding or there is no communication. 
So either of those is, is bad. And sometimes they stop communicating because of a misunderstanding. And you can't do that. You have to be able to clarify your message. So if you are a recipient with, you know, if you're in a conversation, you are the one listening to the person, then use words such as, can you clarify that? You know, clarification, you know, reflect on it. I've often told people, I said, there's a reason why God gave us two ears and one mouth. That is to listen more and to speak less. So sometimes you just have to listen and reflect. You may disagree immediately at that very instant, but don't listen. Hear the whole message. Hear the whole story. Because within the story you're going to or within the message, you will find the the real message, what's really valuable, what's really important. And you have to be able to be patient in communicating. Sometimes it takes people a little bit longer to to communicate effectively. So as a recipient, be, be patient. Ask questions. Don't interrupt. For sure, for sure, do not interrupt. So make sure that you are, when you're speaking verbally, make sure that you're paying attention, that you're listening, that you're actively listening. Because sometimes we hear people, but we don't really listen to them. You know, we just have the phone on our in our ear but we're not really listening we hear like you know i don't know if you remember the charlie brown cartoons you know the 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 adults in the charlie brown cartoons were always you know we were hearing something but we weren't listening <laughs> so make make sure that you are that you're listening, actively listening. Don't just hear a person because you will minimize the level of misunderstanding that occurs. Now, misunderstandings occur in all facets of communication, be it verbal. You can be as clear as you can and still have miscommunication written you can be as concise and direct as possible and you will still have miscommunication. The nonverbal, obviously, can be misunderstood. And the visualization. You may use a chart that sends the wrong message or gives the wrong impression with the right message or... Yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> you probably have seen it. And uh, so miscommunication occurs at every level of communication. So be, make sure that you know your message in order to be able to be more effective as you communicate that. So think of it as, you know, if, if you're listening to or, or if you're watching TV, and you want to hear what's going on in a certain 
game, but you're tuned into the wrong channel. You have to have all the channels aligned. They have to be together. They have to, you know, be connected in order for you to receive the right message. So some of the barriers to the to having effective communication, as I mentioned, are, you know, not being active in your listening. Thinking that you already know the results, thinking that, you know, the answer thinking that you know everything as a recipient. That will block the message from truly resonating with you and from truly reaching and accomplishing what it needed to accomplish or what the sender intended. So you have to be careful with that. You know, if if we're receiving a message, listen to it. Be mindful and be respectful of that person so that you can hear the whole message, the whole story. Many years ago, when my wife and I were first married, I got home one day and she started telling me, you know, a lot of the things that were wrong. She went down the list. Within 10 seconds, I knew how to resolve her lifelong problem. (laughs) Or at least I thought I knew. So I stopped her and I said, hey, wait, 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 wait. Well, you, first of all, you need to do this, A, B, C. I said, and then you'll be good. And, you know, gosh, and I can't believe you struggled so long with this, you know, so just do this and you'll be fine. And I kind of stopped the message because I thought I had the answer. So I moved forward and. You know, then I, I realized, you know, she didn't want the problem solved. She was upset with me, obviously. And number one, because I didn't listen. And number two, because I spoke to her like she was my child. And that comes back to know your audience. Know who you're speaking to. You know, there there's a level of respect that you have to be speaking, you know, at every level, whether you're speaking down to someone and by that, I mean someone younger than you. There's there's a measure of respect that you have to show them in order for them to listen to you. Whether you're speaking to someone that's with you at, at your level, you know, another adult, for example, your spouse, for example, a co-worker, for example, or whether you're speaking up with someone, uh, your parents, for example, your boss, your supervisor, someone above you in some fashion or way. So know your audience because it, you can easily confuse them and that disrespect turns off or cuts off the communication that was uh, that was trying to get through. Fast forward, you know, years, I guess, I don't know, five, ten years later in our marriage and I got home from the office again and my wife was... Again, you know, a similar situation. My wife, I opened the door, I walk in and my wife started, you know, going down the list of things that were wrong. By this time, I had learned a thing or two, I hoped. And things were just going, 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 going. You know, she kept telling me all these things that were wrong, all these things that, you know, weren't right. And, you know, and this time, even though I thought I had the answer, I knew better. So I listened. I wanted I wanted to challenge some of the statements that she made. 
I, I wanted to challenge some of the things that she was saying. I really did. But I listen. Remember, there's a reason why you have two ears. So listen more. Communication involves active listening. So I just listened and I listened and I listened. And a few minutes later, you know, as she was finishing, uh, as she, you know, some of the things that she was saying earlier switched, they turned around. Uh, and then eventually she said, you know what? I I'm sorry. I am just frustrated. And she told me the reason why she was frustrated. And I said, okay, now I know what I need to do. And I, you know, and I offered my assistance because she told me why. If you don't listen, you are never going to find out what the real issue is. So listen, listen actively. And if you think there's some type of miscommunication along the way, then ask for clarity. Don't accuse the person of lying. Ask for clarity. What do you mean? What did you mean? Decode the message. Reflect on it. You know, take a few moments. Take a few minutes. There's been times when, I, when I've told her, she says, are you not going to say anything? I said, well, not, not right now. I said, because I, I don't know what I think. She'll ask me, what do you think? I'm like, I, I, at this point, I don't know. There's a number of things you, you mentioned, and I'm trying to decipher and, you know, deal with each one of them before I can say or give you a response. But once again, you have to communicate that. You can't just shut down and say, well, you know, she doesn't believe in me. He doesn't believe in me, you know, but reflect. But as you're reflecting, make sure that you communicate that. Say, I, I listen to you. I hear everything you have to say. I heard your the grievances. I heard the praises. I, you know, just whatever the message was, tell him I heard all of it. At this very moment, I don't have an answer, but if you give me a few moments, if you give me a few minutes, maybe give me an hour to reflect on this, give me five minutes to reflect on this, I will let you know. Part of that effective communication is that you follow through. So make sure that you come back and you say, well, this is... You know, you mentioned this and this is what I believe. This is what I heard you say. Just wanted to clarify if that's what you actually meant. He or she may say yes or they may say no and they may clarify it and then that can help the communication process. But don't sabotage each other by assuming that they meant something or that they were saying something different. You know, it's communication is vital, is vital to the success of anything that we do. If you're in the military, it is vital, vital. Like when I was in the military, communication is, is vital. You know, we follow the chain of command and we need to make sure that we are clear on the commands. It is vital in reporting it's vital, vital in reporting because we, we need to communicate the whole message, not parts of the message. I, I think I told you that the other day, uh, a partial truth is a whole lie. 
So let's communicate the whole message so that the people can then reflect and, you know, they can decide what they feel. Understand that every message is going to is going to birth something different in people. It's going to ignite something different in people. At least when you have a big audience. When you have an audience of one, whether it's in a relationship, you know, let's talk about that. If you, your audience is of one, you are in the relationship, you have uh, an idea of what you want your message to accomplish. So make sure that that idea is portrayed correctly. Make sure that your message is delivered correctly, that there are no misunderstandings, that there are no misconceptions, that you actually spoke what you were thinking and that you're actually receiving in return what you were hoping to. If not, keep communicating. Don't stop. The worst thing you can do is stop communicating. Understand this, that in order to have an effective organization as well, you have to have effective communication. In order to have an effective relationship, be it a marriage, engagement, whatever it is, uh, friendships, you have to have effective communication. In order to have an effective family, you have to have effective communication. In order to have employees that are more effective, you as a supervisor, manager, leader, CEO, whatever your title may be, you have to be effective in your communication. Let them know where you're going. Let them know what you're planning. Be honest. Be transparent. And if you don't know everything, if you don't have an answer, say it. There's nothing wrong with not knowing. There's nothing wrong if you can say, I didn't know it made you feel that way and I have no response to that, but I'm sorry. Nothing wrong with that. Communicate honestly, communicate effectively, and communicate in such a way that you can minimize the miscommunication. The more you communicate, the more of a possibility you have of misunderstanding. But the more you communicate, the better it is that you will, or the better chance you will have that you can clarify any misunderstandings or any miscommunication. I hope this helped. Communication. <laughs> Very important. It's too much to just cram into a 30-minute talk. It takes a long time. It takes a long time. But if you start here, I have no doubt that you will have an effective relationship, an effective organization, you will be more effective as a leader. So once again, thank you so very much for listening to the podcast. Remember, my email is theattitudezone at drjgrod.com. Thank you for listening to my podcast. For now, I am Dr. J, your host of the Attitude Zone, and we will talk again next week. Have a wonderful week. Bye-bye.